Welcome to Hustle and Faith. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics regarding Christianity, health and wellness, beauty, and so much more. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. This is episode 136. Make it make sense. Restrictions, stimulus package, and student loans. So as I mentioned in a previous episode, I wanted to create the Make It Make Sense segment as to be quite honest, my opportunity to vent about things that just don't seem to have any type of common sense approach. And I just don't understand why people don't see what I see. <laughs> so this is kind of like my opportunity to vent. So first of all, um, I, as we all know, the coronavirus is still here. And it just, the way that this whole situation has just been handled has is just been... Uh, a nightmare. And I, at this point, you know, I, I completely understand that the virus is real and I, I get all that, but I don't think how it has been handled has been fair at all to a lot of our small business owners. They have never had the opportunity to make the necessary changes, if you will. I'm using air quotes on that, that the government um, allowed those big box stores like a Walmart or a Target to do. It is amazing to me how, especially in my city, Chicago, how these politicians have somehow turned a horrible situation into a for-profit situation. To me, a lot of the decisions are not even being based on common sense in a conjunction of science. At this point, it's just, hey, what can we do to make life harder, in my opinion, for small business owners? I don't understand how in the world, the NBA, we can have the Super Bowl, we can go to a Walmart or a Target, but we are putting these insane restrictions on restaurants and deeming restaurants and, and small businesses like a hair salon or a nail salon to have all of these restrictions on capacity issues. When I've gone to a Walmart or a Target and I've not only seen people improperly wearing their mask, which don't even get me started on that. You can take a look at some of my other um, segments regarding the coronavirus, we'll, which will be in the description. But but it's amazing to me how we're being so like ridiculously hard and against these restaurant owners and small business owners. When I've gone to Walmart and Target, I've seen people carrying dogs in the store I, and they're not support dogs. They're just regular dogs. Like, why are there animals in the store? So y'all know which neighborhoods <laughs> have a tendency to have more dogs in stores than others. Just saying. And then we also have people that are walking around with their masks on improperly. You know, if you're going to force people to wear a mask, you know, having the mask on your chin, taking the mask off to talk to an employee, um, having it underneath your nose, this does nothing. And I'm always still amazed by this whole mask wearing rule because when this whole thing first started, they even, the CDC and all the other agencies even said themselves that this is not, um, you know, it really doesn't do anything. And now all of a sudden we've gone to the other extreme where we're saving lives if we wear a mask. Let's just be realistic. It's more so social distancing, um, focusing on keeping a healthy immune system. That is what is doing it. And it's amazing to me how the government has a tendency, especially where I am, the city of Chicago, has a tendency 
to turn this whole propaganda in my mind, if you will, um, I'm just going to use that term, on and off whenever it suits them. So for example, these vaccines, you know, to each its own, if you decide to get a vaccine, cool. If not, that's, I, I could care less, okay? Um, me personally have no desire to be a guinea pig. And if you want to learn more about my reasoning behind that, feel free to check out some of my previous episodes. Um, the medical community really doesn't have a good track record with African-Americans. And quite frankly, um, there's just been too many unknowns to me. And I'm more concerned about the long-term effects. But here's the thing. These companies are touting this as being a cure. But then if you decide to get sick and you want to sue them or whatever, all of a sudden, no, it's not a cure. But we have a very high effect effective rate. Okay, so which one is it? Is, is it a cure or what is it? Not just that, but when it comes to the whole vaccination thing, many of the teachers in the Chicago Public School Union did not want to go back into the classroom, okay? They're, they cited all these different um, uh, studies that were done by the CDC and they were talking about, oh, you need, you know, we need these vaccines and all this other stuff. And at that time, the Chicago public school system started showing studies, supposedly by the CDC also, that was stating that they could open schools safely without a vaccine. So if that's the case, again, right there is a prime example of conflicting information. How our government has a tendency to use you know, these restrictions and vaccines as, you know, in their favor when it's something they want you to do. But when it's something they don't want you to do, then, you know, then everything goes out the window. And it's just amazing to me because I'm sitting here watching the news, you know, how they were touting this vaccine as being the, the cure for everything. But then when the Chicago public teachers were like, well, we don't have the vaccine, so we can't go back to teach. Then all of a sudden, the Chicago, you know, government was literally showing studies that you don't have to have this vaccine in order to safely return to school. So if that's the case, what's the purpose? Again, and this story is being played out in different states. Like all of a sudden, I was t I I'd read that um, <laughs> California, which had one of the most strictest strictest restrictions in terms of COVID restrictions, all of a sudden lifted the ban on restaurants, right? Like out of nowhere. And mainly the reason why that was done is because they were running out of money to pay for unemployment claims. So again, there's just so many different things in my opinion. You just really have to think for yourself and do what's best for you and not allow people to bully you or belittle your decision in any way, shape, or form about how you choose to deal with this coronavirus situation. Because I, I know for a fact I am not doing anything that I don't feel comfortable doing. You know, I, I've spent a good chunk of my life uh, worrying unnecessarily about other people's opinion about me. Um, and here's the thing, in the end, those people don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. They don't have any say so over your health or your strength. They have no, they, their opinion means nothing. And here's the thing in a year or two from now, 
you may not even be in contact with those very same people that were causing your life to be miserable. So you need to do what's best for you and what you feel is your God-given purpose in life and your ability to live the quality life that God wanted you to live. And if that's, you know, um, if you feel safer adhering to all of these super crazy restrictions, then so be it. And what I mean by that, and I'm not saying in any way, shape or form, again, I know the virus is real. I would never like attempt to go to a store without wearing a mask, things of that nature. But I I do have a balance. I'm not going to wear a mask inside the car by myself. I'm not going to wear a mask outside, especially if I have the ability to be an adult and I'm away from other people. Like like I'm not going to wear a mask by myself. That's just silly. Um, And I'm also not going to freak out in the event that someone else happens to pass me if that's the case, if they, you know, if I don't see someone coming behind me or whatnot, I'm not going to freak out. I've seen some people do that. And it's just kind of funny because it's most likely in the air. So, you know, in my opinion, it's just best to focus on having a healthy immune system. And that's something that a lot of people don't want to do. For some reason, I, I feel like people have just gotten so complacent in having common sense build up your immune system so you can have the strength to fight back. That's what we should really be focusing on. These vaccines, in my opinion, and again, I'm not a doctor and I get that. And I know some people have so much faith in doctors. And again, I think a lot of that has to deal with your exposure and your (laughs) nationality and how well and comfortable you feel around doctors because I don't trust many of them as far as you can throw them and quite frankly there's a lot of studies that will back up why many blacks and Latinos have a tendency to feel that way you know so in the event that you are not black or, or Latino and you're listening to this and you just don't understand why there's so much hesitancy within our communities to get these vaccines feel free to take a look at some of the stories that I will leave in the comment section of this particular podcast. So again, just make it make sense. If you're going to make these restrictions, you know, try not to make it so obvious that money is the reason that is the driving force for why you're doing it. And at the same time, if you're truly trying to help out small business owners, then why don't we provide an actual stimulus package? And what I mean by that is, Guys, I have the unique possibility, not possibility, but opportunity to connect with students overseas. And the way that they have handled their uh, coronavirus situation has been so much different. The reason why so many of us are um, have gone broke, living in fear, fear of homelessness, fear of losing our jobs, blah, 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 is because we never hit the pause button on our economy. A lot of folks overseas have been receiving payments to actually stay home. But think about that. Payments to stay home, payments knowing that their mortgage is paid for, they don't have to freak out about that. And so over here, many people have lost their homes, lost, you know, lost their jobs, lost their homes, mainly because our economy isn't set up like a lot of those overseas 
to really put their citizens first. I feel like we're so backwards in, in some areas, especially when it comes to providing for our citizens, and it just isn't right. So many of us pay into this system and we see nothing in return for it. Perfect example, unemployment. If you have been working since you were 15 years old, to me, it is a complete slap in the face that when I go to get my unemployment, you know, if I'm out of a, a job for longer than 26 weeks, I have no money after those 26 weeks. And before that, you only get like what the max I think is like 400 or something, uh, $400. I think that's a week or something like that. But regardless, it's way less than what you've been paying into it. So in terms of the stimulus package, a lot of this is coming, in my opinion, too little, too late. And in addition to that, so many people need so much more than what this upcoming little $1,400 is going to provide. It's just ridiculous. It's, it's embarrassing. Like, I have so many discussions with my students overseas, and quite frankly, I can't even explain to them why it is that the richest country in the world is really treating their citizens like the poorest countries of the world. We really need to get it together in that front. So this stimulus package, I truly hope that, you know, it actually gets to the people that it needs to get to. But for a lot of, you know, like black and Latino businesses, I there are some that are just never, not some, mostly they those businesses that are probably <laughs> um sad to say but i i don't know if a lot of them are even going to be around you know because they didn't get those stimulus checks the first time around and hopefully they get it this time if they're still open <laughs> if they're still open hopefully they get the money that they desperately need but it's just very frustrating to see how the rich continue to get richer and the poor continue to get poorer. It is what it is. And even if you do get the stimulus check, that brings me to my third point, student loans. For the life of me, our education system needs to be completely overhauled, just completely overhauled. If we want to level the playing field, then we need to have everyone have the ability to have access to education. Now it's on you if you choose not to take advantage of that opportunity, but everyone should have that opportunity regardless of what their bank account looks like. And over here, that's just not the case. It's not the case at all. Many people go into debt, and again, there's a running theme here, primarily black and Latino students are the ones that bear the brunt of having to take out student loans just so they can go to college and get that little sheet of paper and then <laughs> Don't even get me started on the rest of that journey, but um, they need to at least get that little sheet of paper, in my opinion, to uh, open the door, if you will, to certain jobs. Although that's starting to turn based off of the pandemic, because, you know, there's a lot of other uh, nationalities that are starting to be affected by this little sheet of paper. Uh, the cost of getting this sheet of paper is is starting to skyrocket for them as well. So again, you're starting to see some of that turn. But in the meantime, we have this pesky student loan situation. And so I was talking to one of, um, I know someone who's a loan officer, and she was telling me that the average student loan debt is $150,000. 
So the average student loan debt, when someone graduates, what they are carrying at this day and age right now is around $150,000. That's what she's seeing. And I'm, I'm just floored by that. And I'm going to be honest. I could have easily have been one of those people. And I, I'm still trying to pay off some student loans. <laughs> and, and I've been out of school for a while now. But again, when I graduated, it was just, ugh. I graduated. It's nowhere near what they're facing now, but I graduated during a rough time as well. And then there's a lot of other issues, you know, um, that made it much more difficult for me to get a job. So totally understand where these kids are coming from. And it would be great if the government acknowledged that as well and just forgave the student loans. If, if you're so trying to level the playing field, I don't understand why we can't wipe out the student loan debt. We've got all these corrupt politicians that have been able to get themselves set, you might as well try and give back, especially with all the dirty deeds that these politicians have done over the years. That would be the one thing that could at least put something <laughs> in our minds that would make it seem like they were trying to do their job, right? So I don't know. These are just three things that have been on my mind, felt like I needed to vent. And so that was... Yet another episode of Make It Make Sense. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy listening to Hustle and Faith and would like to support the show, please consider sharing it with your friends, leaving a review, donating, or making a purchase at Starring You Crew, our fitness apparel shop. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Pinterest. And remember, if you're everything to everyone, you risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.